Oh boy, this is No Ketchup Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. We back in the saddle here with my boy Nick. We missed a week, but we back better than ever. Man, we were lacking last week, man. Yeah. We, we, we apologize. We apologize. Yeah, shout out AJ. My boy AJ was in Mexico, so we had to, you know what I'm saying? I think, we back I on think the AJ's audio got group. dual citizenship, man. AJ's been in Mexico since like April. So <laughs> shout out AJ, man. We hope you're all good and tell them, man. But uh, yeah, we get, get back out here, man. We yeah, just... man. We're running through. We're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to run through Cubs, White Sox. We're gonna touch on Mitchell Trubisky, aka the chosen one. The chosen one. And uh, we're gonna we do we got a dope game for you. We're gonna do you know so the Bears got a new little roster. <laughs> so we're gonna go through the game is called. Don't even no. Don't even give it yet. Don't, don't even, even give, give it yet. yet. No. We're man. gonna we, give it a little we're teaser. We're gonna give it. We'll give the little teaser. It's just a fun fun game. Fun game. Fun we're gonna game. try to figure yeah. out if we know who's on the Bears exactly. roster. Exactly. Let's go. All right, Nick. Memorial Day is around the corner. That means summer's getting closer. Love Memorial Day. That means baseball season is getting deeper. That means the Cubs should start getting it rolling here pretty soon. Yeah, it's supposed to be getting hot, man. Now, is, if they're gonna get hot, now is the time to do it, right? Yeah, I mean they've been five hundred all year. Yep. Um, this is Monday night. They just dropped a game to the Giants tonight, yeah, six tough. four. Probably fifteen minutes ago. Yeah, that's a we tough sat loss. here. We sat here and flipped between that and uh, the Spurs, Warriors. The Warriors, Whatever that the is. Warriors yeah, the mercy Warriors. killing the Spurs right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we were flipping between that and the Cubs, and um, they're twenty-two and twenty-one right now, third uh, in the NL Central behind the uh, Milwaukee Brewers and the St. Louis Cardinals. Yep. Um, we came out of a weekend set. Well, before I get into the weekend set, I was on uh, I was on ESPN earlier today, and they currently have the Cubs power ranking in the league at seven. Right now. My first question to you is, how do you feel about power rankings? What what exactly is a power ranking? What does that mean? Do we need to power rank every day, every week? Yeah, I mean, power rankings are ridiculous. It's pretty much who's playing hot at the moment, right? So you could be the worst team in the league. You could mess around and win like eight straight, and now all of a sudden, according to a power ranking, you're the best team in the league. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's, it's like player of the week, man. It's the same type concept. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's Anybody fun- can get hot. You it's know? funny. They won't put you, like, at the top of the league. Like, yeah. they'll use some kind of logic. Exactly, yeah. But they'll say something like, they're on the move. They're, they're on the move. It's like, nah, bro, this yeah, team bro. is garbage. Like they're trash. Exactly. Yeah. Relax. They just had a good week. Relax, right. yeah. Power rankings is like the people that come out with um, 2018 NFL draft uh, prospects. <laughs> you just need something to a do. A mock draft. Right, like, right. yo, gee, come on, dog. Like, Relax, calm down, homie. Calm you down, know what I'm yeah. saying? Settle down, settle down. So... I mean, I get it. The Cubs are the Cubs are mediocre right now. They're they're they've been mediocre all year. They kind of they kind of go in lull stretches where they don't do too much. Like last week, I went to actually a couple of these Reds games. They swept the Reds three in a row. Then open up Friday against the Brewers, drop a game, and then Saturday, which we'll get into, gets postponed. Then Sunday, they're like a whole different ball game. They're crushing Crashed the ball. Crashed them, yeah. Brian hits two home runs. Yeah. Arietta's dealing. And then tonight, they drop a game. They go down 6-0 early right. with Lackey on the mound and lose 6-4. And that's the stuff you really don't want to see because, like I said, now is when they're supposed to be getting hot, and you want to see consistency. You don't want to see win a couple, lose a couple, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. And they got to get out. They got to put a run together. 100%. And there's plenty of time to do that. It's Absolutely. only May. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean – Consistency is – me and you harp on this all day. 
All I want for my team is consistency. Right. I want them to compete and be consistent. Exactly. Because you don't want to be trying to be consistent. at. The, you don't want to be trying to put together a level of consistency at the wrong time. You know what I mean? Like you want to get into a groove. You want to get into a rhythm. You don't want to wait until the playoffs and be like, all right, now we want to turn it on. You know what I mean? You want I mean, Unless you have LeBron James on your team. Yeah, James. exactly. But even you see things like last night happen. You know what right. I mean? Like, um, Which we'll talk about later. But like, yeah, you know, I, I feel like – being on runs and teams that are hot. Like, the NFL is the perfect example of that. You know who wins in the NFL? The team that finishes the regular season hot, consistently winning. It happens every single year in the NFL. Look at those last four weeks, and that always carries on. Momentum's important. Yeah. So so they, they need that right now as we get into the warmer months. 100%. And so there's a, there was an interesting thing went down on Saturday, if, uh, if you guys didn't hear this. Saturday – if you're in, if you're from Chicago and it's getting warm out, <laughs> Saturday is always lit everywhere Racking. in the city. You you're like something to do all day. You're in the you're you're out in the street if you're it's doing nice something. Out, right? Yeah. So I hear uh, the Cubs got the Brewers hey, in the shout afternoon. Shout out to you for that Facebook post today with the uh, the summer festival. Yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I dropped yeah, that. Check out, that out. Shout out the summer festival. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna share that on the no catch up page. I'm gonna share that on the no catch up. Some good stuff to do. Yeah, definitely. Um. So on uh, on Saturday, second game of the Brewers, we're coming off a loss. We dropped the first game on Friday, six to three. Saturday's game two of the you know the the set, right? And I hear early in the day that the game is rained out. It's postponed. The game doesn't start for like three hours. Right. The game is postponed and it was like super early. It was like two o'clock or something. Yeah, like one o'clock. Yeah, like way early. Way 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 early. And it's like all right, well. I don't think I've ever seen a game called for rain three hours before the start. Before rain pitch, even came. Before it's raining. Yeah. And, and yo, I get the technology is there, and we got radars and all that stuff, but I've still never seen that before. Yeah. This is Major League Baseball. You, the Doppler game is strong. Yeah, right. You sit, <laughs> I mean, you sit at the you sit at the ballpark, and you right. wait to see if you're going to play. Right, you don't, It doesn't get postponed. Yeah, roll out the game. tarp, see what it looks like. Yeah. All day, get right? It going, yeah. So the game gets called early, and so uh, the the Brewers are kind of skeptical on, like, why this game got called. Like, why would you call the game early, whatever? They're coming off a win. They're feeling good. They're trying to stay hot and, you know, play on Saturday. Right. So uh, Brewers manager Craig Council goes, um, first time our players were treated for sunburn after a rainout. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's Craig. Low, that's low-key a great troll. Super petty Craig. Yeah, right that, that's yeah. super yeah, no, petty, that, that but that was, was pretty good. No, that was funny. Yeah, no, nah, no doubt. That's, that reminds me of something that, like, Pop would say or something like that. You know, like, one of those super sarcastic coaches, like, hmm, okay. You know, yeah. you're saying it without saying it, but, like, everybody knows what you're saying. So, no, because <laughs> then they asked him, they said, you know, like, what's the theory on why the Cubs postponed the game? Council said, they know what's going on, so the theory should come from them. Right. You basically think they canceled it just to like throw a wrench. You got to ask them, like right. wink, wink. And he thinks they 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 sh- they shut the game down early just to kind of throw a wrench in the in the 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 schedule because they're coming off a win. Right. So to that point, we get we get in the groove on Sunday and we and we mash them thirteen mash to six. Them. At one point, it was like nine to one, right? Yeah, we were we were up big early yeah. and we kind of stayed that way until they they put up a couple on the board. Right. But, um, what do you think about that? Is there is there any way that we were thinking that and did that? You know, I mean, it's 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 that time of, it's that time of the season where conspiracy theories are going crazy and people are saying all types of crazy stuff. I mean, I don't think that the Cubs would actually do that. You know, I do think it was weird that they called the game that early. Um, like, again, I've never seen anything like that in any sport where you would call it that early before the weather even hit any part. Because I was up north at the time. 
So the weather hadn't hit up there. I don't think it hit out south. Like, as far as I know, they were just all going off the radar, and you're calling a game hours before. Um, they might turn around and say, oh, we want to let people know and give them a chance to, like, do something else. But, yeah, that's weird. But going to go as far as to say the Cubs sat there like, man, we really just need a day off. Like, fuck it, we don't want to play today. Like that. That's hey, bold, maybe Javi made that call, dog. Javi, Javi made that call. <laughs> My boy Javi was like, I know. Javi no, was out last. No, Javi was out the night before. He's like, oh, no, 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 so, no, no, It was Javi Baez day in Humboldt Park, and he had. He, yeah, had, he was had, like, yeah, man, I'm gonna go have some elote, like, and I'm, I'm about go to go over post here that. And have some roast compoyo and see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, but I mean, hey, the positive is. That game gets rescheduled for July, I believe. Right. And Cubs will still get their money. Cubs will still get paid. Well, the seats will still be filled, and right. hopefully, we'll be playing better ball. So it's, hey, it's it, it seemed like it worked out. We it's got the win, win on win, Sunday. Man, yeah. It's a win-win across the board. Absolutely. So, but yeah, I thought that was interesting, and uh, right. hopefully, we can get we can get we can get things rolling here, yeah, man. I yeah. mean, like I say, it's still early, man. They got a lot of time, but again, you don't want to be saying that all year long. You know, you don't want to be you don't want to be. Thinking yeah. that, you know, you can turn around all year long. Again, obviously, they're still on that championship hangover, and we talked about it, you know, how hard it is to repeat and things like that. But, um, you know, hopefully they get something going. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I think Schwarber and uh, and Addy, Addy Schwarber, Russell will pick it up. And once Addy they pick Russell. it up, we're going to start rolling because Chris Bryant is already there. But um, Russell is so clutch. He's um, so nice, I like bro. that dude, man. man. He I, can yeah. play ball, dog. Yeah. He's super nice. Yeah, he's real nice. So I'm excited about that, and uh, yeah, man, we'll get rolling. And it's, it's it, it is a weird little feeling though, because it's like half I don't care. We're coming off the right. super or off, I mean, not the Super Bowl, off the World Series ring, and then half of me is like, but we gotta we gotta start getting rolling because like we were talking about earlier, these championship windows close fast, and I get that we are young and we have dope dope young talent that right. we're not paying a ton of money right now so everyone's kind of locked in for the next couple right. years but don't take those championship windows for granted not at ask all. the san francisco 49ers ask the seattle seahawks right ask, ask the clippers the clippers ask, ask the bulls right. Ask the d rolls bulls you're yep. one you're one major injury or one fluke things and we've all been watching sports long enough to know that fluky shit happens yep you know what i mean like no one's no one's immune to fluky shit happening um, unless you're like the Patriots or the Spurs, you know what I mean? But like that's rare, you know, and like yeah, stuff happens, man. I mean, people gotta get paid eventually. These young guys, things will change, man. It's only so long that you can expect people like right now, you know, they're young, they're listening to everything you say, but a couple of rings on the finger, man, guys are gonna go do their own thing and other stuff might happen. Injuries will happen, guys fall off. And baseball, especially, like the hardest one of the hardest things in sports to do is to hit a baseball. And when you lose it, it's gone. You and know? I mean and yeah. and and as great as our offense and young it is, our pitching staff is not the youngest, not, not the youngest cats on the block. You don't have a young ace in the hole right now right. at all. I mean, you're paying Lester a good amount of money, but yo, know, that arm has been through a lot. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So yeah. I mean, yeah, the the championship windows close quick, and I think, and I think every city kind of falls for it. Like, right. oh, we have plenty of time. Right. Oh, we didn't get it this year. We'll get it next year. Like, like those San Francisco 49ers fans. They didn't win that with Cap. Like, dude, Kaepernick's young. He's young. Yeah. He's gonna come back. Our defense is stellar. We got the best coach in the league. Right, dog. That franchise was in shambles two right. years 100%. later. So, I mean, let's get it together. We'll get rolling. And, and, and don't uh, underestimate. Uh, just real quick, don't underestimate the difference between going from being the hunter to the hunted. One hundred percent. Everybody wants to beat the Cubs. Like it was great in this city because we're here. Outside of Chicago, people got sick about hearing that. You know, people that uh, other players in the league got sick of hearing that. So they have nothing more than to wipe that smile off the Cubs' face. So yeah, yeah, and that excuse of it being a, like a really 
awesome off season and we did a ton of stuff which we did i mean we celebrated the world series absolutely every day throughout the summer it was great i mean yeah throughout i'm throughout not even a cubs season. fan but like yeah, right you know, and it was fun. i mean so had i mean a lot of fun this the opening ceremony of raising the banners like okay i get it we're, we we got to get out of that funk we're we're 43 42 yeah, 43 games started. in the season yeah you know what i'm saying it's time to play ball Oh uh, yeah, moving on to the Sox though, man. Sox spending some dollars. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the Sox are not an exciting team right now as far as the on the field product goes. But uh one thing about Kenny, man, he always finds a way, and don't don't give me the Rick Hahn stuff either. We still know who's pulling the strings. <laughs> this is this is Kenny's ball club until Kenny's not there. Um, yeah, spending some money, man. So they went out to Cuba, signed this dude, Luis Robert. Um, uh, my boy Pat, shout out Voider put me on to this dude. He said, yo, we signed this Cuban guy, like big deal, yada, yada. Uh, when you look at the deal, they gave him $25 million. Had to pay another $20 million on top of that because it was like a luxury tax for baseball. And if you go over your certain amount that you sign international players for, you got to pay $20 million for him. But uh, this guy is widely considered to be the equivalent of a top 10 draft pick or a top 20 prospect in baseball. So um, – was absolutely killing it in the Cuban league. You know these Cuban dudes can play ball. Well, we actually what, go out there and get one, generally pretty good. So, yeah, man. Well, lot, the, what caught my attention in, in the, when, when you were, we were talking about this and you said you wanted to bring this up and chat about it, and the first sentence I heard was Cuban, $25 million. Yeah. That's just stuff you don't hear all the time. Not all right? the time. Nope. So if – and then on top of that, to have them come out another $20 million And this is the White on, Sox, not the Cubs. Right. $45 million is a lot. Right. Of, I mean, Jerry's got it. Don't get it twisted. But that's a lot of bread for the Cubs. Sox. So when I heard those figures and heard those numbers, that 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 caught my attention right away. Right. So that's exciting. And, yeah, I'm and looking forward to And this dude's 19. That's the other thing, too. So he's 19 years old. So a young guy that they obviously want to commit this kind of money to. And, uh I mean, yeah, five-tool player sounds like one of those guys you want to bring on board. So, yeah, I mean, shout-out to Sox. you got to do something, right? And they know the Cubs are getting all that press, and they, they want some of that money too. So, um, But it kind of brings me to a bigger question, though, because I guess apparently this dude is the last guy who's going to get this kind of deal. Baseball is kind of going away from uh, signing these international guys, these huge contracts. If you were a young dude, like a young American player, right, and one of these international dudes that comes out – because you know how baseball players, they got to wait till they're like 30 before they can get paid. Yep. Um, and one of these young international dudes comes up and signs for twenty five m's. Like, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, I mean it's tough. I get it. Um, but it, they're not breaking any rules. You're, yeah, you're pretty salty. Like, how much is Chris Bryant making? Like eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand a mil, maybe a couple mil. I think he's making like yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong number, but he's not. He's not making yeah. enough. He's not making yeah, I mean, that much money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? So this dude's going to get locked up for $25 million, yeah. and say he comes out and outperforms his contract, he's still going to be he's going to be underpaid for the next couple of years. Sure. But that first deal that Bryant gets. But he won't get it till he's – remember the Cubs yeah. did that stuff with they, his uh, – Yeah, they held, him, they held him, him They held him back, yeah. him back so for next year. He gets paid until he's like 28 or 20 or, – I don't think he gets paid until like 28 yeah. or 29. He's got like two more years on the deal. But, yeah, yeah no, I – yeah, it's – Hey man, they're following the rules. They're you gotta find the loopholes, yeah. and you gotta get paid. That's, where you that's can't why they're get closing paid. the loophole, right? right? Yeah, hundred percent, man. So I just thought that, that was kind of crazy, and now they're changing the rules. 
But uh, yeah, man, shout out to him for getting that money. Yeah, man, man and that's exciting, man. Anytime you can get just kind of like even uh, the, the, that's another kind of segue into the Bears. But it's always exciting that you can get a young guy right. with something to root for it's and kind of it's hope. Yeah, it's not your money, so you don't care. Right, <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm never gonna feel bad for Jerry Ryan spending yeah, money. Yeah, so, no, like, Jerry's making so right, much money off so the Bulls. We, I think we were talking about this on Saturday. Uh, Eli, Jamie, and Pat were over. It's just like the Sox. I feel like are just like. A project for Jerry, like he doesn't care if they make money. He makes so much money off the Bulls, and he just loves the White Sox. And it's, it's funny, it's double as forget because he loves the he, he loves, loves the White Sox, but all his money comes from the Bulls. Yeah, so he's it's like, like, he makes so much bread off the Bulls. Right. It's like the White Sox are like whatever. We can just operate at a loss. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So <laughs> and we yeah, keep I mean, Kenny around. Yeah, and then that, then, Ken, <laughs> then Kenny kicks it, still makes some decisions every once in a while. <laughs> so no, but that's exciting, man. Hopefully, uh, they can get rolling too. Yeah. It's all, and it's dude, and it's the city's always dope when. The White Sox and the Cubs are absolutely solid. man. Like it's just like a little different buzz. Well, it's always which is fun cool. to go to Sox games when they're good because it's so cheap to go to a Sox game and it's, it's such a different experience than Wrigley. You know, what I mean, it's just a completely different dynamic. We've had some times at Sox games before, um, so yeah. Hopefully the Sox can get it going in the next couple of years here, but yeah, I mean they're and they're right there around five hundred too. They're twenty yep. and twenty two right now. They so. actually have one only pretty much the same record as the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. exactly, just, but yeah. just not the same outlook. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Yo, switching over to the Bears. Bears. So, man, you know, anything I can latch on to to get excited about Mitchell Trubisky, I'm oh going to do God, it, dog. Man. That's simple as that. I don't care what you say. That's just what's going to happen. And hey, what does a quarterback have to do for you not to not to mess with them? I told you I like quarterback play, bro, <laughs> and, 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 and we just talked about having hope. So, I'm scrolling through Twitter today, <clears throat> always looking for, you know, dude, Twitter – Twitter is one of my favorite platforms. Twitter's just, great. Dude, Twitter's great. Like if you're not on Twitter, like yo, even if you don't tweet, Twitter is still amazing. Yeah, you just you just lurk and yeah. just yeah, it's just, just funny, it's just shit. funny yeah. shit all the time. <laughs> um so Mitchell Trubisky, I think it was a photo shoot or I don't know what they were doing. Yeah. But there's a video of uh Trubisky. I know it wasn't a game. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a game. You hate her, but <laughs> <do> you hate <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> You got me coughing and shit. <laughs> Trubisky, uh, it's a slow-mo video on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, at Chicago Flow, I got it pinned on my uh, my timeline. Trubisky, no drop back, flat-footed, throws, throws the rock about 35 or 40 yards straight through the center of a, of a hanging tire about 40 yards away. I mean, he threw a dart, dog. It was right on point. Didn't didn't hit the tire and go in. It went straight through. Bingo, dog. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I retweeted it and put Super Bowl because <laughs> what like what else would I say? Because that's what we're that's what we're going. Gee, meet me in Minneapolis. Book your hotels now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, it was exciting to see that, bro. You didn't think it was as impressive as me. I mean, so like. Admittedly, the first time I saw it, I was like, okay. like for, So I saw him standing there. Like, the video was in slow-mo, right? So I saw him standing there with a the football and a tire, and I already knew what it was. I'm like, all right, Mitch Trubisky's going to throw the football through the tire. This will go viral. And at some point, I'm going to have to talk to Sean about it because he's going to see it. I know he's going to fucking love it. Um, so, yeah, I saw it. It was cool. Um, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky threw a ball through the tire. Great. Remember, like, the punt pass and kick when you were a little kid? Yeah. Like, you used to be able to do it at Soldier Field if you made, like, the championship and everything like that. Basically, we saw Mitch Trubisky do a punt pass and kick competition, and now we're ready to say that this equals NFL success. Um, this is the equivalent 
of those guys who you see throw those trick shots like off the garages and they go in from like 50 yards. Like that's like saying that dude's going to be the next Steph Curry, right? So to me, it reminds me um, as far as football goes, and this is funny because it ties into the Bears. Do you remember a few years ago there was a defensive lineman? He was coming out of uh, San Diego State. His name was Jerron Gilbert. And this video circulated of him standing at the edge of a football, of a swimming pool, right? And he jumps without running or anything like that, jumps from the pool to the deck, right? And he's like a huge dude. All like, vert. All vert, like straight, like super impressive, strong quads, great, whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me, like a 330-pound guy, right? And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, like he's so explosive, like he has this great ability. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this dude wasn't going to be drafted or he was like a late-round late, late round pick, right? So, obviously, uh, you know, scouts see this, they love this, they fall in love with stuff like that, whatever it might be, right? The 40-inch vertical in basketball, same thing. So, lo and behold, third round comes up, the Bears draft him, okay? You said we you said The we Chicago snack, Bears, same guy who scooped drafted, him up? Yeah, maybe we saw Mitch <laughs> Trubisky throw a ball through a tire, or maybe we saw him, you know, like shoot a three-pointer, who knows? And we love that, too. That's why we traded 18 players to get him. Um, <laughs> the Bears... The Bears draft him in the third round, right? I'm pretty sure this dude never appears in a game with the – oh, he appears in four games with the Bears, right? Third round pick. Parlay this into a third round pick. Shout out Jerron Gilbert. Hopefully you invested well. Um, plays four games with the Bears. Records two tackles, right? Career totals. Bounces around the league for another two years. Never plays in another game and is now out the league at 30 years old. I say that to say this. I don't care if you could throw a ball through a tire – I don't care if you can shoot a basketball off a garage door, and I don't care if you can jump out of a fucking swimming pool. That does not mean anything when the pads are on and people are in your face. And you should know that better than anybody. Absolutely. It's like the 40 time, man. Like, I, I think the 40, we talked about this with my man who was coming out the combine that ran the 4 2, right? Like, yeah. it's cool, but anybody who's ever played at any sport at any level knows that a lot of that stuff just doesn't matter, man. Like, when you when it's time to play, like especially at that level, like or again, I take that back. That stuff might matter at the lower levels, but in the professional level, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I agree with you. It's I like mean, the Zion Williamson dude. Everybody's like, "Oh, Zion Williamson, the greatest basketball player ever." I'm like, "Bro, chill." Like, you know what I mean? Like, chill. He's playing against me. So, but listen to this though. So you know, a little OTA, little workouts is starting in the summer, right? So. We get a, a scouting report on the Bears rookie, Mitchell Trubisky. That, shout out, you, that wasn't even an OTA, by the way. It was a fucking picture day. But. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so listen to this. Two AFC scouts, and Nick actually pointed out a very good point. There has, there's probably, I don't even know, a t- thousands, thousands, thousands of, of scouts, scouts, registered, quote-unquote, scouts in the NFL. I mean, how many scouts do you need to put together a, a 62-man, 52-man roster, right? Yeah. 53-man roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially, go, like, in the summer, they're, they're, they're up to in the 90s and the yeah. 100s and all that stuff. You before, you, before you chop it down, right? Um, but take it with a grain of salt. These two AFC uh, scouts said about Trubisky, and I quote, two AFC scouts revealed that they had the highest grade on Trubisky that they'd had on any quarterback over the past six years. That's including Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Cameron Newton, Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck, Derek Carr, and Carson Wentz. Okay. These these AFC scouts had Trubisky ahead of all those guys. Cam Newton. Cam- Cameron Newton. He. Hey, I'm just telling you what they said. <laughs> hey, and I quote this is and this is the second half of it. 
Trubisky is almost a perfect quarterback project. If he was a two-year starter at North Carolina, he'd be a surefire number one overall pick. It wouldn't even have been a question. The Bears got lucky. End quote. Two, so two, two things on that, number one. That's not a hot take because he went number two. So, I mean, clearly somebody thought. But we spoke, Right, but, but I see what he's trying to say. Like, saying? it would have been a no doubter. Like, for sh- it wouldn't have been a shocker that it he would have been went an Andrew Luck type situation. Second of all, just kind of on that scouting thing, I don't know what college football they were watching. Um, that Cam Newton isn't the best looking player you've ever scouted before. Because a college football player that I watched at Cam Newton in college was. An NFL player. No, nah, I think these dudes are players. talking about once they get well, like out the of mechanics. And yeah, like the and they see him live. That. Yeah, I saw Cam win an MVP live. So we'll go from that. Um, again, man, like I don't want to. I know I come out hard on Trubisky, man. I think it's just like for him, I'm always going to hold him to a higher standard because of how it all went down. But hey, I guess that's encouraging that you could find two scouts out of the thousands that can tell you that this guy's the best quarterback that they've scouted over the last six years. Hey, man, no one said that about Jared Goff. Yeah, Everyone said Jared Goff's the worst quarterback they've ever seen. So, I mean, hey, it's not that. It's not negative stuff coming out of the first. This is the first time people are getting a peek at him, right? So, yeah. I mean, if it's positive stuff, uh, hey, man. I just hope they don't try to throw him out there this year. From what it sounds like, he, he's not ready to play this year. So, give him the time. Don't try to make him the savior. The Bears aren't going to be good enough to where you need to see him do anything. or like. I mean, I just think let the guy sit. Yo, it's funny you say that because I think that lands on our on our feet. At our feet, the fans. The fans. I think if we if we if we don't clamor for him, then they won't put him in. If well, we start we start clamoring and, and making noise, and we you know what I'm saying people stop showing up to games and they're yelling, we want to win this and do that, and they don't buy into the rebuild, then they're gonna feel pressure to put him in the game. Am I right? Well, if we put him in, things went terribly wrong because we're paying a quarterback fifteen million dollars, right? So. We have a quarterback that's supposed to start for this year. We're paying him a lot of money to do that, and if we got to turn to Mitch Trubisky, the season—I don't. Well, the, th- the season's going to go bad regardless, so it would have to go bad at like epic levels for us to. Uh, Glennon would have to get hurt. I think the only way that that happens is Glennon would have to get hurt. I don't think he can be bad enough to see Mitch Trubisky. Nah, I mean, put in Mark Sanchez. Don't put don't put in Trubisky. Don't put in Trubisky at you, all, unless he comes out in training camp and he's the best quarterback bar none, a la Carson Wentz. And he's just lighting everything up, and yeah. he goes to preseason, and he's the best quarterback on our roster. Then you put then you put him in, right? Like 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 uh, when Pete Carroll put in Russell Wilson after they signed um, Russell was Wilson was also what a four year starter that played five years of college ball. Yes, right. So I mean, he start he, he was like player of the year at NC State. Then he just went to Wisconsin, and you know. But my point thing. is, but yeah, I hear you. He didn't. Uh, Pete didn't get stuck on who did they give the money to? The, it was the backup on Green Bay. No, my man's the, the, uh, the, the, the thief, Mister Mister Ski Mask. Yeah, uh, Mister Ski Mask, Matt Flynn. Yeah. So I mean, Matt Flynn. They just Matt gave Flynn Matt signed like four contracts, and then he, he wasn't it him who made like seventy million dollars in NFL. Dude, no, he, it was uh, no my man's Matt Castle. He yeah, him too. But Matt but, Flynn made like thirty M's. But, yeah. yeah, Matt Flynn made like thirty M's <laughs> off of what the last game of the season <laughs> for Green Bay. Season. He threw five touchdowns yeah. and he signed. Like thirty-five million guaranteed yeah. later on later on that year, but my point is that Pete Carroll didn't let that handcuff him and not by not playing the best player on the right. on the he felt like was the best quarterback on the roster, which was Russell Wilson. Pete Carroll also didn't let NCAA rules handcuff him. Yeah, man, Pete Carroll. Yeah, <laughs> Pete if, the hey, bandit. And, and, that's exactly. Ski mask. That's another bandit cat too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out, Pete, shout the thief out, in the night. <laughs> so something doesn't seem right. 
right, so yeah, we got a little game for you guys today. So Sean and I were looking at the, uh, or you were looking at the Bears roster. Actually, like, man, I don't know, I don't know none of these people. Yeah, dude. I mean, the roster's like a hundred people. Right? It's a hundred people. Yeah. yeah, right. And the Bears suck, so you really just don't know. We don't have any marquee marquee players on the roster right, right. now. So uh, it got me thinking. I was like, man, we should have a little bit of fun, play a little game, and see how many Bears players we actually know. Like, throw out some names, see if you know who this person is. And that kind of turned into a different game where uh, we put together a list of names, U.S. congressmen and Chicago Bears players. Mixed them up. And what I'm going to do is uh, Sean and I are going to give each other two names. One player is going to be a U.S. congressman. One player is going to be a Chicago Bears yeah, player. One person, we gotta, yeah, we got to guess who it is um, and who is what. So I'm going to go ahead and start it off here. So, Sean, man, I got <clears throat> Dwight Evans and Andy Phillips. Which one's a congressman? Which one's a Bears player? Dwight Evans. We read it one more time. Dwight, Dwight e- Evans. Dwight Evans and Andy Phillips. Dwight Evans is obviously the Bears player, and Andy Phillips is the congressman. Of course. Wrong. Really? Dwight Evans. <laughs> okay. Dwight, Dwight Evans. Wait, wait, wait. Before you say it, Dwight <laughs> Evans is from Louisiana or... Oh yeah, you gotta guess like Alabama. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Dwight Evans is from the city of brotherly love. Philly, He's shout a out. Democrat in the house. He's been there for thirty-five years. Wow. Yeah, so he's on some house of cards type. Uh, type okay, power who's stuff. Andy Phillips? Andy Phillips is a rookie kicker out of Utah. Is that our first string kicker right I now? Know. I don't. I don't think that's our first string kicker. Isn't it still uh, Connor Barth? Yeah, you're right. Connor okay. Barth. Yeah. Andy Phillips. Wow. <laughs> Andy Phillips. <laughs> I, I, I was positive Andy Phillips. So now Phillips you can kind of figure out the strategy Ver- in this game. Vermont. <laughs> yeah, Andy Phillips, man, from okay. the Green Party. <laughs> All right, I got one for you. All right. Cyril Richardson <laughs> or Clay Higgins? Oh, wow. U.S. congressman or Bears player? Which one? Oh, wow. Cyril Richardson or Clay Higgins. The only thing that throws me off is like Clay Higgins sounds like one of those good old boy names. Like he could be like a, a, a senator from Mississippi. I'm going to go Clay Higgins. I'm going to go Clay Higgins. <laughs> Clay Higgins as a congressman. And Cyril. Cyril's a strong name, bro. Um, Cyril Richardson as the player. As the player? Yeah. All right, yeah, good shit. So <laughs> Cyril Richardson is the backup right guard to Kyle Long. Okay, so he's going to uh, play a lot this year is what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, he comes from the Bills. Okay. So he's been around for a while. And, uh, yeah, big Saul Richardson back up to Kyle Long. So, all right. And tell me about uh, your congressman. Oh, dude, Clay. <laughs> so Clay Higgins is um, a house rep from Louisiana. <laughs> Dixie. <laughs> Di- District, District 3. And uh, this is his, actually his first term. He has no 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 prior experience oh, so being a rep. All right, man. So, dude, yeah, good shit, bro. How do you vote on health care? That's the real question. Uh, <laughs> All right, so I got some people for you. All right. Roy Robertson Harris. Sorry, Roy Robertson Harris or Trey Hollingsworth? Roy Robertson Harris or Trey Hollingsworth? Yeah, Hollingsworth. There's no, there's no Trey's in Congress. So Trey, Trey is, the, is the Bears player, and Hollingsworth is the congressman. Got you again. Damn. So not only really? is Trey Hollinsworth the Congress, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind with this one. Are you uh, ready to see a picture yeah. of Trey Hollinsworth? <laughs> yeah, let me see. All right, we gotta put this on the on the, on the uh, Instagram. <laughs> on the- 
For everybody listening, every, every thought you had of what Trey Hollingsworth may or may not look no. like, he looks nothing like what you think. I just want to let you know right now. Yeah, that's, Yo, when that's I saw the, that, I was like, because it said Republican, so it threw me off. I'm like, all right, black Republican. I'm like, wrong. <laughs> Dude, that's the thumbnail for the that's the thumbnail <laughs> for the joint. Trey Hollingsworth. So Trey Hollingsworth is actually an Indiana Republican, and this is his first term. So he's 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 our neighbor, man. Good old Trey Hollingsworth over there in the South. And uh, Roy Robinson Harris is a second year linebacker. I believe he's out of UTEP. He's undrafted. Word. Yeah. Wow. Ray Robinson Harris. Roy Robinson Harris actually comes into uh, the store that I'm working at now. Okay. Word. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Oh yeah, good shit. Yeah, I got I, I got to get on my game here. Trey Hollinsworth. Yeah. All right. U.S. Congressman or Bears player? Bryce Callahan. Okay. Trent Franks. U.S. Congressman or Bears player? Bryce Callahan or Trent Franks? Bryce Callahan's a Bears player. Trent Franks. Trent Franks sounds like a congressman from, like, I'll guess Minnesota. Damn, dude, good shit. Yeah, you got it again. <laughs> Is he actually from Minnesota? No, 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 no. So, <laughs> so the Bears player Bryce Callahan is a corner, undrafted free agent out of Rice in 2015. Oh, Texas boy. Was on uh was undrafted. We signed him, put him on the practice squad. Ended up making making an, an appearance for us in 2016. Got his first sack against the Detroit Lions. Congratulations! Shout out Bryce for that. Okay. And um, we released him and then re-signed him again like uh, again this year. So he's on the squad currently. See if he can make the squad. Oh, um, shout out Bryce Callahan. Yeah, shout out Bryce. All right, Trent Franks is a four. Trent. Trent Franks. I was like, he's never gonna get that <laughs> shit. Trent Franks is a 14-year House representative out of Arizona, District Number Eight. Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Oh man. So can't trust Arizona politics. You ever lived in Arizona? It's a wacky state. Yeah. Anybody that's ever lived there. Um. All right. Not bad. Yeah. All right. I got one for you, man. Let's do it. William Poles. Or Sanford Bishop Jr. Bears player or U.S. Well, congressman? Yeah. Congressman. So I'm a, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. This, Poles is the Bears player, and Junior is the uh, is the. Do you have the these people? Do you have these people too? No, no. I just had the. You were making. A, I, I had <laughs> to. Yeah, I was like, now. hold on, dude. Let me. If it sounds <laughs> black, he's a congressman. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> tell, me about, uh, <laughs> tell me about. Tell me about. The Bears player? Willie Poles. So yeah, Willie Poles. He's, uh, he's an offensive lineman, second year out of Montana. Okay. Yep, pretty big kid. Uh, he's coming in at a 6'8", 334 pounds. Damn, Actually from Chandler, boy. Arizona. Okay, where? Yeah, from Chandler, Arizona. Um, undrafted player. He was spent two years on the Titans practice squad and a year on the Bills practice squad. So naturally the Bears had to sign him on our practice squad last year. So hopefully he gets some burn. Has yet to play in an NFL game, though. Dude, it'll be tight if we see some of these cats in preseason, though. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> It'd be really cool if we saw Trey Hollingsworth in preseason. Trey Hollingsworth, yeah. It does. <laughs> I can't believe that's what he looks the like. Picture is, hey, the that's picture crazy. is great. Yeah. <laughs> and where's the senator from? Junior? And I had, uh, who did I have? Uh, Sanford Bishop Jr. Junior. from yeah. Georgia. Yeah. That's Democrat, a, 24 years. 24 years. Power. Dude, we were talking about that, man. If you're in the House of Reps for 24 years, Power, 30 years. Bro. 
Man, you got the juice, dog. Yeah, you haven't paid for lunch in so long. So you plugged up for plugged sure. Up. <laughs> All right, I got uh I'll close it out. I got one more. US congressman or Bears player? Daniel Braveman? William Lacey Clay? Daniel Braveman? I think I know the answer to this question. Daniel Braveman was the draft pick this year, wasn't he? Nah, last year. Daniel, I, Good knew call. Name, I knew the name Daniel Braveman. You know yeah. where he's out of? I have no idea. Okay, yeah, Daniel Braveman. Uh, yeah. Uh, seventh round pick in 2016, last year, Western Michigan. Don't trip. He was all Mac third team, 2015. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> Maction, all Maction. You know what I'm so He was one of the best. Yeah, did you just go hundred, Did you just go three for three I on this? I just went three for three on this one, Damn, man. You got, you got me on the one for three. And wait, who's your, who's your, uh, who's your congressman? And the congressman is William Lacey Clay, 16-year house rep out of Missouri, district number one. Power moves. 16 years. Power moves. Yeah, dude, I found there was a dude on there, Dwight Evans, 35 years. And we both had, so one thing that's funny, we both had Luther Strange the third. So I looked it up, right, because I'm like, yo, Luther has to be black because there's never been a white Luther. Yeah. He is a 6'9 white guy from Alabama. <laughs> he actually took over for Jeff Sessions. Okay. Well, one of the worst people on the planet. So, absolutely. Uh, yeah. He's a 6'9 white dude, tallest dude in the Senate right now, Luther. Luther. So Luther, yeah. Powerful, hey, man, sh- man. And shout out uh, – <laughs> Yo, actually, while we were going through this, I looked up a couple things on Andy Phillips, the rookie kicker. Interesting stuff. Perfect in college from 20 to 29 yards. Really? And perfect from 50-plus. So is there a problem with, like, intermediate kicks? Um, he, was, he, was, he was roughly, like, he was, like, low 80s, like 83 84% in college, just accuracy. Okay. He's solid. Um, I mean, the, the, the kicks over 50-plus were only four. So, I mean, he was perfect. But, hey, man. Hey man, if you're He's a kicker, perfect. you just ride kickers when they're hot. I feel like you know what I mean. And like, hey, look at look at like Vinatieri and those guys. Those guys made a career out of that. So yeah, man. Hey, shout out all those Bears boys, man. Hopefully we can see y'all on the on the gridiron, man. Keep working hard, and uh, yeah, man. Hopefully we see y'all. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, for sure. That was dope. <laughs> Switching over to the association, you already know what time it is. It's the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Um, the warm up. Literally, the Western Conference Finals just ended. The Warriors swept up uh, the Spurs 129-115 about 20 minutes ago. Um, Man, the Warriors closed the season strong, Doc. They won 27 of their last 28. The first team in NBA history to start the playoffs 12-0, sweeping three best-of-seven series. Um, They have nine days off between the finals, so uh, they're going to get some rest, and everybody else is going to hang out and kind of – Wait for this. The, the, wait, wait for what we've been waiting for exactly. since the season started. Um, before we go there real quick, man, yeah. shout out the Spurs. Uh, great year. Um, I really think that they probably could have stole game one if that Kawhi injury didn't what happen. I mean, probably, they, they, probably, they were, were, were going to win game one, yeah. And it would have been a lot more interesting series. And, uh, you know, that just kind of strengthens the – how good is Kawhi argument? Because I mean, they, that team went away, and that looked like a that looked like a JV squad without Kawhi. No direction. You know what absolutely I mean? Not, yeah, yeah. So big time two way player. So shout out Kawhi. Shout out the Spurs. Shout out Pop. If it's over with for Manu, shout out Manu. One of the most like interesting players in NBA history, in my opinion. You know, how do you describe Manu? Yeah, he's just a lefty who lefty with herky that, jerky. <laughs> that played with reckless abandon. Reckless, that bro. Didn't really care. Remember when he first like, came about, in the league? He just liked to hoop, dog. Manu yeah. was just hooping, bro. Going to the bucket with these with these awkward moves, and yeah, man. So shout out Manu if it is over, and shout out the Spurs 
that era of the dynasty if it is over. But, yeah, like you said, man, Warriors finished out the season super tough, 27-28. Yeah. Yeah, strong. And, I mean, the thing that annoyed me the most about – I mean, obviously you're going to know what I'm talking about if you're, if you're a basketball fan on, uh, on Sunday night. Cleveland goes to uh, – uh, Boston goes to Cleveland, steals game three, coming off of two blowouts in Boston. And my first thought was I was just annoyed. So yeah. this is annoying because it's now it's an extra game we have to watch and yeah. this shit. Like, like no one, you, there's no chance it's a right. series. Right. I'm yeah. looking for a sweep because I'm trying to get to the finals just like everybody else. Right. So, like, when, when Avery Bradley rolled that three in and it hit every piece of the rim, hit the backboard and went in. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like bounce. a pinball machine. Yeah, crazy bounce. <laughs> I, I, my first thought was, like, fuck. Like, yeah. we, have to, nah, we have to watch an extra game of this right. series. Like, this has to go five games now. Like, I was ready for both of these dudes to sweep. Both teams get the days off, and us just kind of cruise into the finals and wait for. I don't even. I never say epic. For this finals is going to be epic, hundred percent. So, and like nothing about watching Boston for any more games excites me either. Like no, no Isaiah Thomas, no superstar, no like Boston to me. Like I don't like watching Boston play basketball. Like I respect Brad Stevens, I respect their squad and everything like that, and I, I especially don't like watching them play against a team that they can't beat over this series and like you said it's just gonna drag on it's just another game that we have to watch even yesterday man like as the comeback was happening i was still like loosely watching it you know what i mean like it's one of those series that you just kind of do other shit while it's on right and, yeah because uh, it, i mean you know the outcome you know what's gonna happen man and like even the just like literally two minutes ago uh scott van pelt was interviewing steph curry me and nick stopped to listen and it's even that's still that bullshit like SVP asked Steph, like, is he thirsty basically for a rematch with the Cavs? And Steph gave the politically correct answer. They still have a lot to to work to do. They still have a lot of work to do with Boston and, you know, whoever our opponent is. Come on, dog. You already know who the opponent's going to be. Right. We're out here wasting time. You knew in October. Bro, truth be told, you knew after game seven last year who you were playing next year in the finals with or without KD. And, And real shit, I know who's playing next year. Right. 100%. 100%. If you really want to, if yeah, you really want to know. Yeah. So like we can we're going to we're going to get that again next year. And people are complaining like I was listening to some of the national media stuff and they're complaining about like oh well it, it's ridiculous the NBA needs to do something about this like this two super team thing like get out of here. At least there's two super teams, right? You get through the playoffs everything you have two teams that compete for the championship. Like I understand if there was one team who was like unfairly loaded and they're going to win everything. Like yo, sit back, relax. All we care about is the finals anyway. It's all about the championship. I love great playoff series. It's a lot of fun and everything, but there's nothing like it when the championship is on the line, right? Go back to game seven last year. Like, that's the intensity we want to see. Um, so just cool it, man. Enjoy yeah. enjoy what's about to happen. 100%. And I, I agree with you there, 100%. I mean, the Golden State was Golden State tonight. They have, it was they put up 129. Right. KD had 29-12 and 4 easy. He's getting so he gets so many easy buckets on the Warriors. It's he was, crazy. He was 10 of 13 from the floor. Yeah, like, man. He's yeah. getting 30 points on 80% shooting consistently. Efficiency. His efficiency is off the chain this year. Yeah, Steph had 36 uh 5 and 6. Draymond had 16 8 and 8, two steals. Right. Draymond's all over the place. Um I will say this we don't have to fucking walk, watch LaMarcus Aldridge anymore. Yeah, man. LaMarcus Aldridge is trash. I don't, I don't know if he – he had eight points. He was four of 11. 
seven rebounds. Didn't he have single digits the last game too? Yeah, he was in single digits last game. He had like yeah, it was like six points or something. So you get paid double figures to score single digits double, to play off. Yeah, game. yeah, he was mad. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's how that works. I mean, the leading scorer for this is just to show you how San Antonio just did, didn't have enough bodies. Their leading scorer tonight was Kyle Anderson. Shout out slow mo. He had yep. twenty points. Um Eight of fourteen shots. He had fourteen. He had fourteen shots, and Jonathan Simmons had fifteen shots. Yo, shout out Jonathan Simmons. That dude balls. They found another one. Like yeah. I don't know where they found this dude, but he's been playing in the playoffs. And I'll tell you what, he plays harder than Lamarcus Aldridge. Like, but, that, but that's but that's a telltale sign. If yeah. Kyle Anderson and Jonathan 20, Simmons combined for twenty nine shots, they should never have that in a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. In, in an elimination playoff game. Yeah. So, but you know what? On the other side of that, like you said with Lamarcus. Um, I mean, they gave LaMarcus a max deal. He was supposed to be the Tim Duncan replacement. He was supposed to be the guy who steps in when Kawhi, if Kawhi gets hurt or Kawhi is not doing it. I just feel like that dude, like, is LaMarcus Aldridge the second best player on their team even? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess in theory he is, but I just think he's trash, man. Like, I don't I don't, I don't understand it with He's him. not going to carry anybody. He's not going to carry anybody. Like, you need to have really, really, really good players around him for him to do well or have a system where it doesn't matter, in, like in Portland, right? Um. So yeah, yeah, man, I agree. Bum. I was I was actually listening to, uh, to Ryan Rosillo. I like first off, I like Ryan Rosillo a lot, and um, he actually made a good point. He, he was like, the cut. he was like, how come NBA fans are fickle to the point where they're ready to dump superstars right away? Examples. This, these, these are the examples that he touched on. I want to get your opinion on this. James Harden. People are off of James Harden's head now. Yeah, he had one of the best seasons of. In in NBA in the last twenty years, that game, and that game six was that, unexcusable. It was, it really was, and so, but that look, but that that's a perfect example. Like, he was like drunk. yo, <laughs> he he absolutely he disappeared. And then he went to the club. club. Then he went to the club after. But the perfect example is James Harden game six. He right. absolutely doesn't show up. Looks disinterested, and now everybody. I haven't heard James Harden MVP talk since then. <laughs> no, haven't no. heard his, not a, yeah, not, not, a, not, not a, since then. Not, not a word about it. Um, Isaiah Thomas. He goes from scoring fifty three against the Wiz, and then he gets locked up on uh, against the Cavs. And hey, you text me and say, "Oh, no, go ahead." I'm no, no, no. He, yeah, he he gets locked <laughs> up against the Cavs. My dad texts me and's like. Isaiah Thomas might be in the D League pretty soon. I'm like, man, yeah, like he's the MVP. Yeah, this, yeah, he was MVP last week. Now my dad's he's talking about this boy's dog. in the D League. He's too little. I told you, but like, you know what I mean? Well, then they win last night, and you text me like, man, this makes it look bad. I'm it, like, bro, but it does yeah. though a little bit, does yeah. it not? I guess I don't know. I mean, like I said, Marcus Smart will never hit seven three. I don't know if he hit seven threes this year. Yeah, so he's, he's not he, gonna hit seven threes again in a game. Yeah, he was shooting that. He was last shooting night. lights out. <laughs> Like he was just flinging it after a point. So like, but yeah, yo, John Wall, <laughs> he closes the series terrible fourth quarter. Doesn't right. do anything down the stretch. People are off on John. People Wall. are off. A week on ago, him. he was a week before he was the best player in the playoffs, and people love John Wall. And this was the John Wall. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, man, it's tough to live that stuff down. Like Steph Curry last year's finals kind of disappeared toward right. the, the, the back end, and people remember that stuff. And I just think it's interesting, like. It really is game by game. 100%. People, people were even trying to talk about LeBron. Yeah. It's like, yo, this dude has, has had two bad playoff games in like 10 years. We live in the Five, now. Five, six years, you know what I'm saying? Like we, right now, currently, like our society, like we just live in the now with everything. Like everything's about a rapid reaction. So basketball, as far as sports go, 
it's the perfect sport to apply it to because football's every week. So you like burn on some shit for seven days with football, right? Basketball, it's every night you have something else to dissect. And LeBron is the perfect example of that. People will be on him so hard that you listen to the radio today and I, I hear somebody say, Le- LeBron just can't have games where he checks out like that. And I'm like, yo, my man has been carrying them. Was it 35 points in what, like eight straight games or whatever it is? Like yep. he's killing the playoffs right now. I looked it up. He's averaging like 34, 8, and 7 on 60% shooting, 40% from it's three. It's like 50, 56% yeah, shooting. Yeah, he had a floor, bad yeah. game. Now, I thought it was a very, it was a strange bad game because it's not like he was off and missing shots. He, he just wasn't shooting. That's the thing, though. That I was think, the weird thing about it. I yeah. think the big thing for having a bad game is like have a bad game where you're 6 of 23. Have a Westbrook bad game. Have a like Westbrook four, bad four game. 4 of 40. Don't have a bad game where it looks like you don't want to play. I don't know if he shot in the fourth quarter. That's why when I was texting, I'm like, man, it seems like he's trying to prove a point. Or like he was coming down the court, and he would. Here we go, rapid reaction. He wasn't even looking at the rim. But uh, that's yeah. Just side note on yesterday's game. But what you were saying as far as like uh, you know being fickle, um, I think the NBA just kind of serves that perfectly, man. It's like the right the right sport for our attitude right now in society. We and love on something that, but- and hated the next. I agree 100%. And on that flip side, if Isaiah come, if Isaiah Thomas comes back from the hip and drops 41, and it's yep. then, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I agree. It's, I just thought it was an interesting point because I'm guilty of it, and I yeah. hear people about it all the time are guilty of it. And people just like to blow things out of proportion, man. Even like that KD comment, you don't like the playoffs, turn them off. Yep. Like, I didn't think that was a big deal. People got mad at him about that. I mean, it's true, bro. You don't want to watch it, then turn it off. Turn it off. Go, yeah. Go watch some there's, other there's shit. There's other sports. There's on, plenty yeah. of shit to watch. Yeah, like man. whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, and everybody knows what we're waiting for, and it's exactly. on. And it's on the horizon. We're 100. We're getting here. Give us another two weeks, and we'll we'll be we'll be in Oakland I'm, I'm at not Oracle. Really worried about it, man. For me, this is like, all right, you know, I get to do some stuff on some nights now. I don't have to worry about watching the game. Watching once hoops, the finals okay. going, it's like yo, lock in. Like yo, everybody get away from me. No doubt. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, NBA fans, man, love you one second, hate you the next. Speaking of loving you one second and hating you the next, um, I'm not going to say shout out because I'll never give a shout out this <laughs> way. But yeah. uh, the president. <laughs> yeah, dude, let's switch, let, let's switch to pop news real quick. This shit was too Hilar- funny. And I texted you about this, too, and you had already seen I it. I saw it. Yeah. Everybody saw it. Uh, so the president today. Not you, Yahoo. Everybody give, saw it. Give the story, man. He's in, he's in, he's in Tel Aviv right so now. So the boy, the, boy the boy Donald Trump lands Air Force One in Tel Aviv. He wow. stepped. He, he st- <laughs> They 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 <laughs> they open the doors, throw the stairs on the tarmac. They're walking down. They walk down to meet uh, Netanyahu, uh, the prime minister, the, the of prime Israel. Minister, the, prime, the prime minister of Israel, and they're walking. You know, they're parading down. You know, they're the waving. whole procession. The yeah, whole procession, like the whole like diplomatic, like all oh, the presidents here, like exactly. honor, red the carpet, whole, right? The right. whole red carpet, right? And <clears throat> it's uh, Netanyahu, his wife. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump and Melania Trump. Melania, Melania, and all white too. All right? white. Yo, her she she's hey she. I'll keep it one hundred. She's nice, <laughs> and and her fits are nice. She could dress. Yeah. I mean, Trump knew what he was doing when he was doing it. And I say that because <laughs> she thought she knew what she was getting into, but it's not quite that. that nah, she's not, we'll, we'll touch on that after yeah. the story, but she, she's definitely not happy so right now. So they're cruising down the airport tarmac, and there's like, you know, people that they need to shake hands with at the end of the tarmac. So they're walking towards them. Giving the and, wave. Yeah, giving yeah, the wave, yeah, bullshit to press. Yeah. Everybody's taking pictures, doing all that, right? So they're walking, and Donald holds out his left hand to kind of grab 
her right hand. And she's like a step behind she's like him, a, right? Like a slight, slightly right. behind him, right? And he's like, oh, let me. Yeah, so like he extends his hand, like, you know, catch up. Like, come walk next walk to me. Yeah, hold my hand type. Yeah, let's, yeah, we're together. He hangs his hand out, and she blatantly, like, slapped, slapped waved his hand off. Like, I'm not holding your hand. Right. Like, like everybody's so, seen that. Probably everybody's seen dude, this video. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was cracking aggressive up, hands it, like that wasn't an accidental one either right like she she straight up like no i'm not i'm not holding your hand she does out here in these not streets. want anything to do with being nothing. the first lady nothing and i don't even she i mean on it's i think it's compounded by she doesn't like that motherfucker anyway. no not at all but she was okay with her previous life, which she was a celebrity and was never around, and she just pretty much got to do it. You know, exactly. raise the kids, spend some money, she live, had a, live in New York. She you know, lived in New York in a penthouse. Yeah, she was a, good. She had big money and had the PJ really, on deck, and didn't really have to deal with cuz. Now she has to fly to foreign countries and right. do first lady shit. She has to give interviews. She has to pretend to give a <laughs> fuck about a charitable cause. <laughs> Like, like the first lady is yeah you're not the president's wife like you actually have a role and you have to do things and give interviews and be presentable and like she and yo, deep down she wants nothing to do with that shit and she doesn't even speak english so the giving interviews <laughs> part is hard enough like in her head she's like yo like this is not what i signed up i was super cool i was cool being the, the billionaire or whatever he is wife but I, I i don't i don't want to be the first lady i don't care about childhood obesity yeah <laughs> I, I can I mean? barely like, speak english and y'all right. want me to go to classrooms and read yeah. like read little kids books <laughs> right 100 like, percent. Nah, like i'm not i'm not going like, that's not really what i and, signed and, and up that for. might have been it like gee so this might be the thing we're talking about all this other shit that might undo trump Gee, Melania, I think that wear white and smack in the hand was like her first statement. Like Melania might be on the ride. Free Melania. <laughs> Yo, wild disrespectful. Wild disrespectful. Hashtag free Melania. We should we should kick that off. We free might Melania. That one. Yo, like that hand slap was so aggressive though. Like there's been other displays where like you see like they always get the memes of her like looking at them like you don't look at your husband that you love that way. Like anybody who's been in a relationship when shit's going wrong. Has either probably had the hand slap done to you or had that look that she gives Donald. And, like, when you see that look, yo, good, your days bro. are numbered, bro. Like, it's not good. In the Instagram photos, if she's looking at you sideways, like, yo, it's time to go. Shout out, uh, <laughs> shout out, Melania. I'm sorry, baby. You guys just deal with that. Go ahead. You signed up for it. That's on you. Put her on the team. <laughs> hey, man, that's, uh, that's no catch up, man. I'm glad we're back this week. We had a good episode for you guys. We're gonna keep it rolling. We're gonna do something cool for the NBA Finals. We're gonna we're gonna review every uh, every ball game going uh-huh. forward. Um, yeah, man, look out for a ton of more content coming. It's probably our some- longest longest one, man. This, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We was on here kicking it. Yeah, so yeah. It's, yeah, it's good to be back in the mix, man. No catch up, Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Let's get it. Let's-